Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Hey, you know, every week we have fantastic guests as we talk about incorporating our faith into every part of our lives. And what's amazing is that even on Tuesdays, the Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, as Martha joins me twice a week, when we talk about marriage and relationships, a lot of people are really new to the idea that their faith is supposed to impact their marriages too. They're like, how do we really do that? And when I tell people, I sat down with a guy yesterday who I met at a Panera, the Panera right there, West Shore and Kennedy. And, and I just challenged him and said, are you praying with your wife? Well, yeah, we pray as a family. Like, no, 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 no. Are you praying with your wife? Well, no, not really. I'm like, well, you need to pray with your wife. How do you grow close together? Anyway, we're going to get to that. The point, important part about learning I work for him is really Jesus is our Lord. And as I work for him comes full center, we need to recognize that it takes a paradigm shift in our minds in order to recognize that the way the world does things is not the way we're supposed to do things. Talks about in Romans 12 too. Do you want to read that one for us today? Oh man, you're assuming that I haven't memorized. I should have it no, memorized. No, you don't have to have it memorized. Well, okay, I'll read it for you just because I think that would be nice since I put you on the spot. Romans 12 two says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. We got to stop doing things the way the world doesn't. Why? Because the world is super awesome dysfunctional. <laughs> I don't know. if you Are you in a car today? Just look around you. Dysfunction. Oh, look inside your car. 
Oh, yeah, dysfunction. When you get home around your table, kitchen table, oh, yeah, dysfunction. We're dysfunctional people. And, and when we keep repeating what the world does, it's just repeating dysfunction. But Jesus Christ came to bring order to our world. And, but we need to change the way we think by stopping copying the behaviors and customs of this world. Let God transform us. Martha, what does that look like for you, being transformed? Well, you know, so many times you use the analogy between a caterpillar becoming a butterfly and that complete transformation from what a lot of people would think is a very ugly little thing into something incredibly beautiful with such beautiful detail and color. And um, that's a true transformation. And really what Christ has done for us gives us that complete transformation. What messes with my head, because, you know, what it is, is the uglier the caterpillar, the more beautiful the butterfly, the prettier the caterpillar, the more ugly the moth <laughs> that usually comes from it. But I'm more of a, when you want to talk about transformation, I, let's just go right to it. Transformers. How about Bumblebee from Transformers? Go let's go to the yeah. Camaro. Superheroes. That's right. Let's go to the Camaro. <laughs> and he turns out to be, you know, I mean, that's the kind of transformation. When you look at what God can take anybody and restore us to be, he can take us from who we are to who he can use. The God of the universe, we were talking today in our business, His Way group, which is our business, Christian Christian business roundtable discussion group, about how it says that God's ways are higher than our ways, higher than the heavens are from the earth. And well, how high are the heavens compared to the earth? Well, we, we now know because of the Hubble Space Telescope that the universe is a billion light years at least one direction and a billion light years at least the other direction. That's a long ways. I don't know if you calculated that, 186,000 miles per second times 60 seconds in a minute, you know, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, 365 days times 186,000. I mean, that's a really far away. All right, we've got Steve, as I understand, calling in from Palm Harbor. Steve, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks so much for listening. Hi there. I really enjoyed your show. Uh, listen to it, uh, the radio station, all the time. Uh, I'm 50 years old and just want to say I was saved as a born-again Christian at a movie theater, a Christian movie theater called the Drive-In Cinema, which used to be located in Pinellas Park, Florida, back in the 70s. And the name of the movie was Across the Switchblade. Oh. <laughs> that, that movie theater is now a, a super Walmart, but the Drive-In Cinema, owned by Terry Lytle, uh, or he was a missionary for it, was very well known. Um, I heard about the marriage cruise. Where can I get more information on cost? Uh, I'd like to go on it. Well, that's, my that's, wife. That's a fantastic question. For, I want to before I answer your question, we'll let you. I got to hear a pastor share yesterday a guy named A. R. Bernard. A. R. Bernard, and he actually was led to Christ by Nikki Cruz. Wow. Was in the, you know, of course, highlighted in the cross and a switchblade and then wrote the book uh, Run, Baby, Run. But that was and this guy was in the Nation of Islam in New York back in the 70s, heard Nikki share his testimony. And he now has one of the largest churches in New York City because and, and I of got that. To, I got to see Nikki Cruz come to Clearwater, Florida in the late 70s when I was a teenager and speak at a at a stadium here in Clearwater. Wow. I never got to, I never got to hear him lie, but I did read the books. All right, so here's the details on the cruise, Steve. We uh, we leave in February. The cost is $880 for a couple, but that includes the cruise, the retreat, your tips, your taxes, and your parking at the terminal. So that's extremely reasonable. Oh yeah, it's, and that's the couple. That's for a couple, and it doesn't include it doesn't include the excursion. If you want to go on an excursion where you pay money, right. most of us go to. We've got this one little favorite beach place we go to where the food is good and there's lots of white oh. sand beach and it's not crowded. That ends up being 
Was that like a hundred bucks? I think that was bucks? about a hundred dollars. It was about a hundred bucks, I think, a, a person it was. For the whole day. Yeah, I think it was a little bit less than that. Okay. But so, <laughs> but you don't have to go on the excursion. But it's all of the details. If you go out to iworkforhim.com, that's our website, okay. iwork, the number four, him.com. There's a cruise tab over on the left-hand side. Click on the cruise tab, and you can get all the details, and it'll link you up to our travel agent, who's coming along with us this year, uh, to uh, talk to Rick Saltarelli from Salty Breeze Cruise Planners, and he'll get you connected up and, and uh, get you all the details. Very good. That's an excellent price, and I'll be going. Thank you very much. We'll look forward to hearing from you, sir. Bye. All right, so that's exciting. We if anybody else wants to call in and join the cruise, we'd love to have it. We're really we excited about it. it. It is it is transforming for marriages. It is, and one of the things that several people have commented to us is like, okay, that's February. Christmas is before that. So they're kind of having a hard time committing. But the whole beautiful thing is, is you could buy that for yourselves for Christmas or for your spouse and surprise them or not surprise them if they're not ones that like those kinds of surprises. But um, plan to do that for yourselves. And it's right after the Valentine's holiday. Right. So, so it's a great Valentine's present. A really good, um, you know, time of year as well you know and it's a great christmas present and when you really look at it i mean a lot you go on vacation today you can't go on vacation for five days for under a grand and here you go you're going to go on vacation to a foreign country where it's warm and there's blue water Mm -hmm. and you're with like-minded couples and it's just you and your wife or you and your husband no cell phone no internet no children and no work how does it get any better than that you you're, can sleep you're ready in. to go tomorrow. I am. <laughs> I am. I was ready to go yesterday. And we now that you get an option. The, the price includes an interior cabin, which, by the way, is the secret to all fabulous cruising. I mean, it's really nice to have a balcony. But, you know, when you're out in the balcony, there's somebody next to you with a balcony. And if they're talking or having an argument or whatever, you hear everything. <laughs> the interior cabin, when you shut the door and you shut the light off, it is pitch black. You can take a nap any time you want yes. and it's usually lower in the ship so it's quiet doesn't and rock as much no it doesn't it's rock very it's, calm. it's awesome now we had a buddy of ours tell us today at our business his way group that his wife went on a cruise once she did she got sick and she doesn't ever want to cruise again and i will tell you this the first cruise we went on was with martha's parents for their 50th wedding anniversary back in 2006 yeah that was yeah. right 2006 yeah. and i got wicked sick in fact i got so sick i lost 10 pounds on a cruise that's 20 pounds of a differential, just in case you're wondering, because everybody usually gains 10 pounds <laughs> on a cruise, and I lost 10. You lost instead of gained. And it was, uh, there was a virus going through the ship, and back then they weren't as cautious about making sure everybody is washing their hands and using a sanitizer and blah, 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 blah. Now they get all that under control, mm-hmm. and uh, and we've now cruised five or six times since then, and it has been awesome yes. every time. So you took that step of faith, and you said, I'm going to give it a try again. And well, it was our oldest really... daughter, our adopted daughter, convinced us to go again. Yes. If she hadn't asked, I probably never would have cruised again. But I'm very thankful that yeah. she did, and you took that step, and, and it really has been a great experience. And I think the, one of the biggest things with a cruise that people will experience is not only all of the, the learning and the time together and the growing, but coming back refreshed and rejuvenated and with a sense of um, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, be more intentional in my marriage and that you're more on the same page and you've spent that time together. And it's just it's just really invigorating. Now, we've got uh, Super Big Kahuna, Joe Weaver. He is the uh, production manager. He does everything around here but do the laundry here at uh, Salem Communications well, here in Tampa. Well, did you check? He might do laundry. Do you do laundry, Joe? Well, I mean, you know, it, it depends. I mean, today's Friday, so it's not my day, but, I mean, it just kind of <laughs> depends on, on what's going on. So tell, tell me why, Joe, you and your wife haven't signed up yet for the marriage cruise. 
Well, uh, to be quite honest with me today, my, my situation is one of uh, logistics and timing. I just don't take a whole lot of vacations as it is, which I'm not complaining about. I love my job here and everything is wonderful, but that's uh, that's that's really the short answer there. So if I could get your boss, Barb, to call into the studio line today and say, you know what, Joe, you should take more vacation time. Would that mean you would consider going with your bride? You see, I have, my boss is wonderful. That That's not I the understand. issue. It's, it's you? It, You're the issue? I, I, I am the issue, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I, I have, there's just, uh, there's just just a lot that goes into running these five radio stations soon to be more than that and oh, so yeah. um th- which is fine i mean there's there it's so i do we have been on cruises in the past it's been a couple of years i i will tell you this uh, taking that sort of time is definitely on the agenda sometime soon just not soon enough for me to really be able to pinpoint oh well, well we're gonna have to work on joe weaver on that one as we uh, just try to challenge you to consider going on the marriage cruise we're not gonna talk about that all day today but i want to put him on the spot because joe's sitting there in the studio today because you can because i can and, and he really needs to take time off because this boy works way too much. He makes me look like I don't even work. And I work a lot. I work, work a lot. All right. So this week, Martha, we had some fantastic guests. I mean, we really did. Yes, and it's kind of funny, actually, because your Monday guest, a lot of people look at his story and Nikki Cruz's story as being somewhat similar, just in a different time. They are very similar. Yeah. And they weren't really that far separated, about 20 years separated, but really it was it's incredible but dimas saliberios you like saying that don't you dimas saliberios i do like it he was awesome to have on the air and he just shared how he was a drug kingpin i mean he was a monster drug dealer he was a sort of monster drug dealer in new york city but decided you know what there's way more opportunity in winston salem north carolina i'm gonna go be a drug kingpin down there and eventually came to control all of the drug trade in winston salem north carolina and uh, found out, and he's making all kinds of money, but then uh, his girlfriend, he, he started losing his mind because of all of the pressure, all of the power that had gone to his head, and his testimony is that he, he, he said to his girlfriend, I need somebody to help me. And she went and grabbed three church ladies, three church ladies, kind of like from Saturday Night Live, the church lady, but real <laughs> church ladies, and they started praying over him for three hours. They, they released him from demon control, or whether it was demon control or demon possession, they're not sure. And his life is transformed by Jesus Christ, and he now leads a monster church in New York City. And his number one ministry is to the drug dealers, not the drug associates that are walking the streets, but the guys controlling the drug trade in New York City. That is amazing. It is, you know, definitely God is using him in a way that a lot of us just wouldn't even consider that there's somebody that sees that as their ministry. I think most of us are fearful of that industry and just stay away from it, but he is being used in dynamic ways. He figured if he was going to make the impact, he would Mm -hmm. start with the guys at the top, not the guys at the bottom, because the guys at the bottom keep getting shot. And since he started doing this in the South Bronx neighborhood, homicides are almost zero in the last decade. Just an amazing, amazing thing. Wow. So, listen, if you want to call into the show, we'd love to hear from you about how God's working in your life, in your workplace. Maybe you have a comment about one of the shows this week. We had Dimas on Monday. Uh, Martha and I talked with Emerson Egerich, the author of Love and Respect, on uh, Tuesday. On Wednesday, we had um, Mark Clark and Joni Rometta from Kingdom Advisors talking about that incredible ministry. And then yesterday, we had Dr. Jim Harris talking about our unfair advantage unleashing the power of the Holy Spirit in your workplace, something most people never have even thought about. So, Martha, we had probably our most fun conversation on the air uh, with uh, Emerson Egerich last 
uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. We yeah. did. And I, I, when I posted it on Facebook on Tuesday night, the thing I put is it was almost like a little mini marriage conference right there on the radio in one hour. So the fastest little mini marriage conference you could ever attend. But Emerson is just so sharp and so right on with not only the studying and the research that he's done, but just the whole concept of what the scripture has to say with to us about Ephesians 5.33 and um, husbands loving w- their wives and wives respecting their husbands and just a great conversation. And he's just so enthusiastic and encouraging. Um, I think that's one of the things I take away from Emerson is it's like, it's not all that the men are out of focus and it's not all that the women are browbeating. It's both of us coming together and understanding how God created us and how he can use us to strengthen our marriages. So I just, I love hearing, you know, I was joking because I was taking notes as though I were at a marriage conference while he was talking. And those are all things I've heard before, but they just resonate because it's, again, scripture and how God designed us. You know, one of the things we shared with Emerson, and it's just an encouragement. This is a guy that's been talking about love and respect since 1999. This is a one verse of scripture, Ephesians 5.33. Husbands, love your wives, and likewise, wives, show respect to your husbands. And it is such a powerful concept that he's been he's taught hundreds of thousands of people. But it really made a huge difference in our lives. I mean, in our marriage, it transformed our marriage, which is what scripture does. It transformed our marriage. It does. And being able to take one one verse and be able to apply it in such a dramatic way that you can, um, we talk to married, married couples that are newlyweds and encourage them so much to get into this book to really understand how God wired us so that they can be starting with that much better of a foundation. It's our favorite book to give away next to the Bible. We and For married couples, everybody we know getting married gets one. By the way, we need to give one away for this weekend. We've got friends getting married this weekend. Yes, we do. And we didn't give, we, did, we have to deliver that <laughs> gift. We have to deliver that gift. All right. So, but love and respect, one of the things it did in our marriage is just helping us understand that it, it, it put words to what I was feeling. I think that was the best way to put it. That's what Emerson said. It put words to what I was feeling. Yeah. And that's just powerful because a lot of times we don't really understand what is the, what is the breakdown? What is happening here? But being able to understand that, um, the men are made with a need to feel that respect and women are made to need to feel loved and understanding that and the cycle that um, you can go through when you're in a downward spiral and having the crazy cycle or when you learn how to use it in a productive way and go through what he calls the rewarded cycle. I want to thank David for listening to the show from Gibson 10 for calling in and winning the Bible. We'll get that out to you early next week. But thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought maybe you'd have a question for us too, but yeah, maybe not. But you know, I appreciate <laughs> you listening all the way down there in Gibson 10. That's awesome. Appreciate that. You know, one of the things that Emerson said, not only that, that he put words to my feelings, but what I loved, I'm going to lose my thought. I was, I, I distracted myself with uh, announcing the book winner. <laughs> In understanding the love and respect, it, it just, it gave us really in our own marriage, it gave us the tools to be able to work through conflict. And what he said was that in the t- during a time of conflict, women felt unloved sixty to seventy percent of the time during the conflict, and men felt disrespected 85% of the time, right. that during the point of conflict, this is what this is what they were feeling. And that was something I never, ever looked at you while we were having a conflict and thought, well, Martha's just being disrespectful. Because that's not, I never thought that. 
I didn't know. But you I were just, feeling it. I was feeling something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. made me angry. And what we love is being able to take this to that next level. And even though this specific scripture is talking about marriage, um, you and I, Jim, have often talked about how we can translate this into the people that we work with. And that's where we see a big connection between um, this concept and and in our workplace and respecting um, the man in our office or in our work environment and loving on the women and in a in a not in a romantic way at any stretch of the imagination but if you say things to a man and and he's feeling disrespect from that you really lose that um that camaraderie in in the workplace because he's he's like well they're they're not respecting me and and they feel that and then they act on that in ways that can really hurt the work environment Hey, you're listening to I Work For Him for our I Work For Him radio roundtable. Every Friday, we open up the lines for you. We've already talked to a couple of people about how how's Christ impacting your life in the workplace. What are you hearing on I Work For Him that has really inspired you? Those are words of affirmation for us. Both of us have one of our love languages as words of affirmation, so we're needy. You know, the final thing on love and respect, there's a full, huge website out there with all kinds of information, loveandrespect.com. You can get a copy of the book. Uh, you can get a copy of the devotional. He wrote a book for love and respect in the family. So took it down to the other levels of working with your sons and daughters. Uh, out there, there's devotions and also a list of events on when, he, then when he's going to be in certain places. So you can see it live. Maybe you want to just get the DVD set to play at your church. For like 500 bucks, you can get the DVD set and you can play it and create your own conference at church. Yeah, they have a whole program for bringing in a conference that's uh, pre-recorded, and but yet you le- get to lead that in your church body. And I know when our church did it, there was such a high demand that like, a few weeks later, we did it again. We had because 500 people, couples the first time. People were like, oh, I had no idea, and I want to invite my friends. Once they understood the concepts for themselves, so that was exciting. But you can bring that to your church, and um, you can also, there is, um, you know, just, there's also lots of study materials. One of the things uh, you're listening, maybe you're single today, maybe you're pre-married, maybe you, you're post-divorce. This is a book for you. I mean, this is not just for married people. It's to get you ready for marriage. It's to help you understand men and women. It is a fantastic book on the psychology of men and women from the biblical perspective of how God designed us. Hey, we got David from Gibsonton calling back in. Thanks, David. Thanks for listening. Uh, how uh, just how long have you been listening to I Work For Him? Uh, you know, I, I hear it here and there because I, I cannot have a radio in, uh, in my uh in my job. But now today I'm, I'm working on the street and uh, I got to listen to you guys and I just wanted to uh, jump in. Well, I, pr- I appreciate that. As you look at your workplace and how you're learning how to incorporate your faith in your workplace, what's the biggest uh, success that you've ever seen in bringing your faith to work? Well, I'll tell you, uh, it's a big challenge, but you can see you can see God working through you because you learn to have compassion uh, of people and and look at yourself when when you didn't know Christ and and every 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 chance you get to talk to them about your faith about Christ uh, is is just is just uh, rewarding because a lot of times they you know since they don't know God they they sometimes they joke and they use profanity and, and of the way the way you know people behave when they don't have God some not everybody but some people and uh, but they they see that I don't, I don't, I don't behave that way. I don't conduct myself like that, like that. But a lot of times they have questions, and I understand that they, they, 
they ask questions in a in a different way, but they do ask questions, and um, that's why I always leave that door open so I can talk to them about Christ. Because hey, I don't care how they ask, as long as I can answer. If I have the answer. To me, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm winning in this battle. Well, there's a lot of people listening, David, that say, well, but what if I somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer? The good news is you can just say, listen, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll find out that answer and I'll get back to you. Because God doesn't expect us to know all the answers, and and but we can, there's always somebody that's a little further along in our faith that we can go to and go, hey, i got to ask this question. I had no idea how to answer it. But but you're right. Your behavior opens up the door of opportunity so that people will ask you questions about, hey, David, what's different about you? I mean, that's very encouraging. I really appreciate you sharing that. What kind of line? What line of work are you in, David? I'm in the in the automotive industry in the parts department. So I work with mechanics and technicians, pretty much. Wow, that's pretty exciting. I mean, it, it, there's we all drive cars, and so we all need people <laughs> to fix our cars. Exactly. And, and the parts part, that's really, really important. Well, David, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thanks so much for calling in. And, and like I said, we'll get that Bible out to you early next week, and I hope it goes to great use in really challenging you and growing you in your faith and you'll be able to share it with those in your family. Thank you. I really appreciate what you guys do. Have a blessed weekend. All you right. Too. Thanks, David. All right, Martha, you said we want to make sure we really talked about what went on yesterday from Salem, uh, the Salem Media Group here. We, yesterday was our Pastor's Appreciation Lunch. And hey, for those of you listening, in case you didn't know, this is Pastor Appreciation Month. It is. And, and really the purpose behind pa- um, Pastor Appreciation Month is taking the time. To appreciate your pastors. Well, right. Oh. But it's it, taking the time to really think about that because a lot of people, I think we just get very busy in what we're doing and we forget about the role of our pastor and what they're um, investing in their congregation, in the community, in the different ministries that they have had laid on their heart by the Lord. And this is a time to really remember and say, you know what, I really want to make sure I go out of my way to tell my pastor how much I appreciate him. Well, when you really think back to it, how many of you out there listening who are Christ followers didn't get led to Christ by a pastor? I mean, a lot of us got led to Christ by a pastor. Mm -hmm. And how important is that? Many times I've gone back to the youth pastor that was there the July the 13th, 1979, when I really committed my life to Christ. And I've gone back to him several times and told him he never realized what a significant night was, but Ron Elliott played such a huge part of my life. And then my my youth sponsor, Mike Gunderson, and the discipleship that he did and following up on that, these are guys that have played a huge part of my life. And I've made sure I've thanked him many times for doing that. So make sure you take the time to thank your pastors. Yeah, I think it, it's just one of those positions. Everybody loves them and appreciates them, but we sometimes forget to say actually thank you. So with this being Pastor Appreciation Lunch, it was just really neat that we were able to be a, um, a, attend and see how Salem came together and with so many wonderful businesses that helped to sponsor the event to just really love on our local pastors and encourage them both in the conversations that were had, the people that were the speakers, Um, things that were given to them, prizes, things like that, and just telling the pastors firsthand how much they're appreciated and to see them all coming together and all getting that together because that's what the body of Christ, I mean, they are the body as well. Yeah, this event was put on by Faith Talk 570 and 910, and it was sold out. I mean, even though the tickets don't cost anything, it was sold out. It's limited, this, this year was limited to 650 people, and the room was filled with multiple different cultures, pastors from every walk of life, from all over Tampa Bay. 
So if your pastor didn't get to participate, keep in mind, start watching for the notes coming up on Faith Talk on letstalkfaith.com next August. They'll start talking about it. Get your pastor mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. He and his wife, you know, some some pastors came without their wives. Some pastors brought their associate pastors. But there was we sat in a table next to a pastor and his wife. They were from the Congo, the Republic of the Congo. They had great, Congo. They had great access. I love that. It was so, so much fun. Mm, beautiful people. And And they have a church. In Brandon. And Brandon was called, was it? Destiny Dest- Christian Fellowship or Christ Fellowship? I think I can't it was remember. Destiny Life. I thought it was Destiny Life. It might Life. be. Okay. All right. It was super nice to yes. meet them. Uh, um, and it was Martina? No? Mar- yep. Yeah. Martin? Martin. Martin, not Tumba. Martina. Mm-hmm. And Tumba. Yeah. So we were so lo- we loved getting to yeah, meet new it people was a lot that, of fun. that were are ministering to people all over Tampa Bay. Hey, so how's God working in your life? How's he making an impact on you and your workplace? Call into the studio line. We'd love to hear from you. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. You're listening to the I Work For Him Radio Roundtable. All right, so let's go back to talk about a couple of the shows we did this week. We had Mark we, and Joni on on Wednesday. Mark and Joni from the Joni and Mark Journeys with Joni and Mark radio show radio program they uh Joni and Mark.com I think is what mm-hmm. their radio program is but they they are members of Kingdom Advisors and what they did was such a great job in letting everybody out there know that if you're an insurance agent a financial advisor a certified financial planner and uh, a, a CPA an attorney a mortgage broker real estate anybody helping consumers with money there's a special Christian business roundtable for you called Kingdom Advisors. And they talked all about it, but really, you make a commitment. You got to have 10 years of experience in order to get the Kingdom Advisor stamp of approval, but you don't have to have 10 years of experience to participate. But really, you are learning how to be a Christ follower in your profession and surrounding yourselves with like minded people in other professions, but all related. And it's all being supported by. Kingdom Advisors. You're you're committing to being ethical and accountable and technically competent and being a biblical steward with your own money and applying biblical wisdom in the counsel to your people. Mm, that sounds good. It was a lot of fun. These guys were a lot of fun. They've done a lot of radio, so it was great to have them on. It's always fun having other radio people. It's a little intimidating. You know, next week we got Bill Bunkley in here on Wednesday. Mm. That one is good. When you get the master. In with the apprentice. So it's kind of like the pre-show, but like I'm turning pre-game, the game, right? I'm, I'm turn, yeah, it's like the pre-game show, but I'm turning the tables on him. I'm interviewing him. All right. He becomes the interviewee. And, and know what's going to mess with his head more than anything? He's got to sit on the wrong side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to drive him crazy. Oh, but we're looking forward to that. You're going to get to hear about a side of Bill Bunkley you never get to hear because he's always interviewing other people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to interview him. Make sure people know who he's all about because he's a great guy. Boy, did a great job yesterday uh, to dealing with being the whole MC for the Pastors Appreciation Lunch. He did. All right. So yesterday's show is where I want to close up with our time today. And you're welcome to call in if you've got a testimony. Love to hear your testimony or maybe a question for us about iWork for him. Call into the studio line, 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. We already had somebody calling about the cruise. We had somebody calling to win a Bible and then share their testimony, how they're working in their workplace. Love to hear from you. Yesterday, we had on the air with us Dr. Jim Harris from drjimharris.com, formerly to a higher level, about his brand new book. Were you able to catch much of that interview yesterday? No, not yesterday. I had some um, meetings. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's tough. When now that Martha and I run a business together, when I'm not there, somebody's got to work. So we feel the pain of those that are trying to listen but don't get to, and that's where our podcasts come in. They can sign up to get them emailed to them weekly, 
and be able to go back, or they can go on iTunes and have them download automatically. Aren't which you is the, a, I know. It's aren't a, you the best at transitions today? That was a good little uh, technical little advice there, too. So um, we encourage you to do that because I'm feeling your pain. It, you, I never missed a show until more recently when I've um, become a little. I really think they should just be broadcasting it in the building. We really right? should. Maybe yes, it should, should just be over the, um, over the whole sound speakers. system Absolutely. from 3 to really, 4 every day. I think day. it should be up and down Elmerton. It should all just be. I work rim show three idea. to four. Maybe it'll calm people down. That's what's called radio. Or maybe radio not in their car. <laughs> yeah, radio in their car. Oh, yeah, radio in their car. Tune in to five seventy or nine ten a.m. That's right. Okay, so yesterday with this with Jim Harris's book, Doctor Jim Harris's book, our unfair advantage, unleashing the power of the Holy Spirit in your business, and and really in business, not just in your business, but in business. What an amazing concept, recognizing the fact that our Heavenly Father gives us the gift of the Counselor, gives us the gift of His wisdom in the form of the Holy Spirit. When we become a Christ follower, the Holy Spirit indwells in us. But that's one of those words. He comes to live inside of us, and we've got access to the wisdom of the God of the universe, our Heavenly Father. And most of us, when we walk through the doors of work, we just think that God doesn't apply. Yeah, and that's not the right approach. It's it? not the right approach, but how many times have we done that? We've run businesses for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. There were many times we did stuff, and I never said, well, I wonder how the whole, what our Heavenly Father thinks about this. Have I ever prayed about, you know, we were selling cars or selling insurance or selling IT. I'm not, I didn't access the Holy Spirit. And it is a challenge. For some reason, we've put God in this box that on Monday morning, um, He stays in. And, and what we're trying to do is just talk about how he, if he truly is Lord of our life and truly a part of our everyday, he comes to work with us. He precedes us into our workplace and he already knows and we just need to seek his direction and the Holy Spirit is that gift. It is, and it's fantastic. This book is one you need to get a copy of, drjimharris.com. Unleashing the Power of the Holy Spirit in Business. And he's also written The Impactor, uh, uh, which is a parable on transformational leadership. That's a book we've highlighted on other sh- uh, previous I Work For Him shows. But you can just search on Dr. Jim or just Jim Harris on our website when you go to the archives. That's right. They All can right. search and find him. Um, you were talking to everybody at the beginning of the show about how you met with a guy at Panera and you were nope, at... No, I met a guy at Panera. Okay, you met him at Panera. I actually met him Well, that here was actually... At... Okay, it was we... really cool, though, because we were at Panera and we had our shirts on that say I work for him and that way it made him curious and he actually approached us and started asking us about it. And you he said, I'm sorry to interrupt, yes. but I noticed your shirt. So you were sharing that you were talking with him and asking if he prayed with his wife and he said, well, I pray with my family and you said, but you need to pray with your wife. And I just, I just think you should expand on that a little bit. Why, instead of just saying well, you need to do it, why is that so important? Why don't you answer that question? Because I am turning the tables and asking you a question, Jim Brandenburg. The most important component of any marriage is the spiritual component. And as husbands and wives pray together, they finally involve God in that cord of three tightly woven strands. And when you pray with someone, it is impossible for you to be angry at that person because God softens your heart. And so prayer helps shape our hearts towards each other. It is the most powerful remedy for starting to work in marriage, on your marriage, in your marriage. It is it is the secret sauce. We've been praying together since the day we got married. Well, since we were praying together. That. That's right. My right. parents laughed at us when I said, why are you going late? It's like I was praying with Martha. Okay, we kissed after we prayed. But, you know, <laughs> just for the record, Ted, in case you're listening. Anyway, but we, uh, it is, it's powerful. 
and now we pray together twice a day. We really make it the beginning and the end of the day. And we're doing devotions together. It's really transformed our marriage, I think, is different than other people's marriage because we've been praying together all these years. Yeah, so much like running is good for your body, prayer is good for our spirit. Exercise. Life. All right, it's been an, an, we come to the end of another I Work For Him show. We're not talking about exercise anymore. <laughs> Thanks so much to our show sponsors that brought us through all the way to the end of the week. Crown College, crown.edu forward slash radio. Trust Services at servicesbytrust.com. Most insurance found online at mostins.com and Bel Air Wealth Management, belairwealthmanagement.com. Hey, what did you learn this week about how to apply your faith in your workplace? Have you taken the I Work For Him challenge and started praying for your coworkers and employees by name? You know, we learned today that our faith can impact our workplace in so many different ways. We heard on Monday about a drug dealer whose life was revolutionized by Christ. On Tuesday, how the simple things of love and respect in a marriage change our marriages. On Wednesday, we learned that there's specific things out there, a group out there designed for insurance agents, accountants, CPAs, uh, financial planners, financial advisors, real estate people, mortgage brokers, kingdom advisors is designed for you to help encourage you in your workplace. And yesterday, we learned with Dr. Jim Harris that the Holy Spirit is available for us each and every day in the workplace. You take him to work with you. Do you ever access him? Unleashing the power of the Holy Spirit in your workplace. Start it next week. Take the I Work For Him challenge. Go to iWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for Him. him.